Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. This is Louise Crooks, your Keys to Clarity coach, coming to you live on KTC Radio. And the date is uh, the 3rd of November, the day before our elections, yes. And um, it's Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern. I want to welcome you to what I think will be a very informative show for a lot of people out there. Um, And we're going to be talking today about um, heart-based selling, a different way of marketing and selling. So really, it's going to be talking about um, coming from the heart. And this is going to be a very um, specific message for people who really want to feel a sense of connection with the people that they sell their products and services to. Um, and it certainly is an easier way to sell um, your products and services um, through this method. So I'm really looking forward to talking to you about this. Hi, Kate. I'm glad to see you here tonight. Um, we're going to be talking about um, heart-based selling. Um, I'm wondering if you um, have a service that you sell, Kate, but um, uh, let me know on, on the in the chat room or call in if you like. The number to call in is 347-945-6963. So I'm going to be talking about um, heart-based selling, which is the soft sell marketing and techniques that um, there are a number of different ways to to do that. And um, that is a lot of what I actually coach around um, with my clients because my clients tend to be coaches and holistic practitioners, people who really care about um, what they're doing in the world and really wanting to create a big impact with what they're doing. And it really is about a heart connection with their clients. Um, and in the healing community, it's about the energy you're, you're um, communicating to your clients. Um, and uh, you really need to have the intention to create healing and um, well-being through these types of occupations. So, hard selling as opposed to soft selling. Hard selling, I would see to be, um, you know, you can speak to someone who, um, you know, if you have a great product that the person can see immediate value in, you don't need to have any introduction with that, that person. They know already through your product that it speaks for itself. Um, hard selling is uh, when you're talking to people and have, no, have never spoken to them before. Um, and it's harder to open the door to a, set, a sale if you are... Um, not familiar with that person, they're not familiar with you, and why should they trust you? So it can be a lot um, lot more difficult to come in from that angle, although there are a lot of industries and businesses that do. So, for example, look at the car sales industry. That's just a nightmare, that one. Um, so this kind of reminds me of my days when I worked in recruitment. I was a headhunter in London for um, a good uh, eight years over a ten-year period, and um, a lot of the um, hard work is the cold, is, is cold calls and hard. It's the hard-selling tactics um, 
But what it actually eventually uh, moves into is relation, building relationships. Um, and once you start to build relationships, you start to build trust. And that's really when soft selling happens. Um, and if you can start to do that without having to start with the um, hard selling or cold selling from the outset, what a beautiful way to operate your business. So really what I'm talking about tonight is going to be about um, relationship uh, marketing or relationship selling. Soft selling is really about building relationships. And there's etiquette in this type of um, relationship building. There's etiquette to um, how you communicate with people and how you're respectful of them and their needs. Um, and it's taking the focus of your, off yourself and focusing on them completely. It's about asking their, for their permission to do and to say things that um, need to be done and said. So it might be that I introduce myself to someone who um, you know, would give me their details and I would ask them if I may share my details with them. It's much more difficult for someone to say no to someone who's asking such a reasonable request. But if I say I'm going to give you my details, um, you should look at my website. It's immediately going to have a bit more of a, a different tone to it. Um, so it really is about opening up your communication in a, in a different way and um, asking for permission. So remember, etiquette is, is an important piece in, in relationship building. And it's important in any relationship, as you probably gathered, because the, the more respectful we are of our, the people that we communicate with on a day-to-day -day basis, the more likely we are to have a good relationship with them, whether it's our partners and spouses or, or whoever it might be. So that's a little one to file away in your, in your headspace somewhere. Um, we can even have, in selling, we can even have what we would call a presumptive close. What is a presumptive close, you might ask? Well, it's, um, it's when you're um, uh, closing a sale with someone, you're, you're in the final moments of um, closing that sale, and you give them the opportunity to answer a question about um, what they're buying from you, but giving them two alternatives that are going to be respond with the answer yes. So yes to the sale, that is. So it might be that um, someone is uh, trying to sell their acupuncture services. So once you've gone through all the benefits and, and uh, value of what you would bring to that client, you might say, so um, would you like to get started this week um, or what's your schedule like next week? So you're actually giving them a choice, but you're giving them a choice to say yes in both instances. And it's still a question. So you're not uh, forcing them into anything. You're, you're, again, giving them the option. So that in itself is a gentle close um, for, a, for a sales process. But in, in terms, that, that's more about um, the specific technique, but I'm not going to go too much into that. I'm just going to go into ideas of how you can do heart-based selling and some really great uh, tools. 
and we'll get into that a little bit more. So just to remember again, it's not about telling someone what they need and what they require. It's about inspiring them and about trust building. It's a bit about also being honest with your intention. So for me, excuse me a sec. bit of a tickle there. Um, it's about getting connected to the heart of who you are and what your product or your business is and what it means to you and what you really want to communicate to your customer or your client. So for me, part of my mission and intention is that I really want um, holistic practitioners, people in the healing community um, and coaches who I really um, include in that, um, to really be able to connect on a heart level basis with their clients and create a, a really um, serious impact on their clients more so than they might have um, without my assistance. So really, it's really about also realizing their potential. And people have so much potential, it's just whether they um, actually fully uh, realize that or not. So making your potential real. So when I talk to someone about coaching, I think about what I really want for them. What do I really want for them? Well, I want for them to have, leave, lead fulfilling lives and I really want for them to impact other people's lives in a very um, impactful way. And that means to be um, successful in their business and in their own personal lives as well because when you're happy and when you're making money, um, it's much easier to be of service to others. It's that sense of filling your own cup first before you're able to fill someone else's. So that's what I want for my, my clients. And um, So I go into the conversation with that intention. It's not about me. It's not about... Um, my wants or concerns in terms of um, physical desires. Um, it's more of an altruistic intention. So really thinking about what I want for them um, and for the world in general, how I can give back. And so when you prepare yourself to go into a conversation by setting an intention like that, you really take away that need um, to take away that need to um, create a selling environment. It's really more about building a relationship with that person and really connecting with them on a deeper level, um, letting that person know that you really care about them and really care about what they do and how they do it um, and how successful they are in doing it. So... How can we meet potential clients and build relationships with them? <clears throat> now that we know, now that we're clear on setting, setting an intention around the conversation we might have with them, how can we meet potential clients and build relationships with them? Well, that's actually a really big question that a lot of people ask me. How can I build my clients list or how can I, how can I come across more clients? So I'm going to cover both of both those angles, meeting them and building that relationship with them. One of one of the really wonderful ways that I find is a great way to meet 
potential clients or customers, prospects, is to um, join a networking type meeting. So it's really sort of a, a um, uh, meet meeting people face to face. And um, there's a lot more depth of connection when you meet people face to face and you can actually build a friendship or a relationship with them, get to know them. Whereas you wouldn't necessarily have that opportunity if you just um, met them on the on the internet or on the phone. Um, you really do make a connection when you look into each other's eyes. So, um, for example, networking meetings, for example, like the Chamber of Commerce. Most um, towns have a Chamber of Commerce, and it's where business people are able to get together, generally on a monthly basis. Um, it can be about referrals or, or swapping business cards, um, a place to sort of meet and greet. And it gives you the opportunity to get out there and get known in your community. So that's one part of it, is getting known in your community. And then the second part is building those relationships with the people who are getting to know you. So before I continue with that, um, I'm going to just uh, give out the show number. It's 347-945-6963. And I really look forward to um, anyone calling in and asking any questions around this and how this might be affecting their business or what they might be doing that they're finding to be a challenge or um, how successful they've been with this type of situation. And we would love to hear someone's uh, um, experience or, or um, comment around that. So I gave you the example of a Chamber of Commerce. So that's just one. Um, it might be that you are um, a businesswoman who really wants to focus on, on other women, uh, other businesswomen. So if I was a coach purely wanting to coach women in business, um, I could join the NOABO, which is the National Association for Women Business Owners. Um, and so there's a more specific um, target market that I'm going to be meeting and greeting with. And often these um, networking meetings will give you the opportunity to stand up and actually say something about your your business or your service. As a coach, I belong to the New Jersey uh, Professional Coaching Association, which is affiliated to the International Coaching Federation. And because I like to coach coaches, uh, it's a perfect place for me to go and, and talk about my services and also just get um, a sense of community with other coaches because often when we um, work in these kind of um, businesses where you're working from home, it can be isolating. So the benefit of not just marketing um, your, your services in networking meetings is, is it's not only just the marketing, it's the um, opportunity to go and socialize with, with people and, and have a little bit of fun. I also belong to a networking group called the Holistic Healing uh, Networking Alliance, um, which is focused, focused on um, having a number of holistic healers or holistic practitioners um, as part of that networking group. 
and because um, I focus on holistic healers as well as coaches, um, I attend that meeting and I get to know other holistic healers in my community or holistic practitioners or people who are in the healing community. And I get to chat to them and tell them what I love about what they're doing and how I would love to really help them to do that. So take the opportunity to go and to meet and have meaningful conversations with with um, people who are relevant to your business. So ask questions about them. Ask them about what they do. Ask them, yeah, just ask them questions and get them to talk. Try not to do all the talking yourself. Hopefully you'll have a clear message you can communicate to them about what you do. And that's very important as part of your business um, marketing skills is to make sure that you have a very succinct message and emotive message to um, create interest with the person who you're talking to. But ultimately, people like to feel heard. So if you are talking to someone and you're really interested in what they have to say and what they do, that will count for so much. Sometimes it's not about what you say, it's about allowing them to talk to you and share what they, they really truly feel passionate about. If you are a wallflower and you are a little bit of an introvert, um, you might decide, okay, well, my intention when I go to this meeting is going to be just to speak to one person and to really make that a meaningful conversation. And that feels perhaps a little bit more doable. If you're a social butterfly or an extrovert, just be careful not to flit about too much with too many people because the danger then is that you're not going to have meaningful communication. And a meaningful communication is about building trust and being remembered. So my suggestion would be to speak to three or four people um, if you are um, a little bit more extroverted and make them meaningful conversations. Act as a resource. For them, ask them how you can help them to be more successful. And um, when people understand that you're willing to be a resource for their business and for them, they really will open up to you. So try that and see what happens next time. The other part to um, attending a networking meeting is that um, it's important to give it a chance. What I have found is that it takes four to six times to attend a, you know, to attend a meeting four to six times before um, being able to build that trust and relationships. So this is about developing trust um, and the relationship with the people that you're meeting. Um, and that happens over a period of time. Just meeting them once won't necessarily um, do it. And this is what I found is that people are a little bit reserved and nervous at first and they will warm to you as they get to know you and uh, when they see you to be an expert in your field they'll want to know more about that. So don't expect immediate results but the results can be very powerful. So um, give it a chance. This is also an opportunity to be seen as an expert as I mentioned a few minutes ago or a few seconds ago. And another way to be seen as an expert is to give talks or workshops in your community. Get known in your community. Um, so people will talk about you. 
people will get to know you. Um, it might be that you would um, take the opportunity to do breakout sessions for conferences. Um, and what's a breakout session? A breakout session would be, say, half an hour or an hour where you would come in and you would talk to uh, people who have come for a conference, but it's about a subject that might be slightly different to the conference, but you know, create a, a nice segue. It might be about giving um, the audience a break. So, for example, this weekend I went to um, a holistic expo in New Jersey in Eatontown, and I met a woman who does drumming circles, um, and she does drumming circle workshops. So one of the things that she does is she offers her services um, to businesses who are having conferences, but then she come in, comes in at lunchtime or halfway through the morning and does a drumming circle workshop with um, the uh, participants just to break up the mood, to just create a shift in um, energy and just add some interest to, to what's going on. So you can also do that. Um, with the topic that you are most passionate about. So it, where you are an expert in your field um, or a master in your field, think about doing talks or um, little workshops to get known and to be to get the credibility of becoming an being or being seen as an expert. You really do build credibility and trust the trust factor immediately arises when you can confidently stand in front of the room and talk about something that you know well that you really deeply connect to. Another tip about um, speaking in front of people is to really um, use the opportunity to use stories in creating a connection with your audience. It's very powerful. I actually never realized how powerful it was until I went to... Um, a seminar recently called Inspired Speaker, which is done by Marsha Weeder, the America's Dream Coach. Really great seminar. And um, all the speakers there use the power of stories. And it's stories that you would tell your friends around the dinner table, where you know you're going to get a laugh or you know they're going to be absolutely enraptured by what you're saying. And it might be that you exaggerate or you use humor um, to get their attention but you really are connecting on a, a very deep level with what it is that you're sharing. Um, it might be that you draw tears from from their eyes, you know, because it's it's such a special thing to you, you know, what you've gone through or, or you know, the, the story that you're telling. So this can be a very powerful way to communicate a message that you want to talk about in your in your talk. And often it's about it's a powerful segue into the message that you're delivering. So it's not so much it's not so much about the value and content, um, amount of content that you're delivering. It's really more about the value of the information you're giving, but in a few bits that are going to stick in a powerful way. So your story might have a message in it um, that will really reinforce the message that you're giving or talking about in your talk that day. So think about um, things that you like to talk about with your family and friends and how that might be a great way to communicate um, a message. Um, and we can communicate lots of different messages from my experiences um, that would really captivate your audience. And again, you're letting, them build, you're letting them into a part of your life that creates a little bit of vulnerability in the sense of 
opening up to them and connecting with them about your personal um, experiences, again, that's going to build trust with the people you're talking to. The third um, uh, piece that I'm going to talk about today before we close off um, that I think is a wonderful way to create relationships with um, uh, prospective clients is to um, think about setting up a blog. Um, you know, if you enjoy writing or communicating with people, um, this is a wonderful way to do it. And particularly if you are shy with talking um, to people one-on-one, -on -one, if, if the network marketing, not network marketing, the, the networking um, groups aren't um, your cup of tea, then it might be that you want to communicate sort of more anonymously um, and build up relationships over the Internet. And setting up a blog couldn't be easier. Um, a lot of you out there might be thinking, oh, my goodness, it's technological um, stuff. You know, how am I going to do that? Well, there are some amazing platforms out there. Even the word platform is probably going to strike terror in some people's hearts. But um, if you look at... Um, blogspot.com or wordpress.com. They have free um, uh, blogs that you can set up. They have the format all set out for you. You just have to go and choose it and give your blog a name and you can start typing and telling people what your thoughts are and putting information in that will, again, create credibility for your business if you want to create a blog for your business. Now, I must also add that um, creating a blog, if you have a website that really acts as a brochure for your business. Um, a blog, will and, uh, and you set up a blog which you can attach to your website, or you can point to your website with your blog, or have your website pointing to the, the blog. Um, you can build traffic towards your, your website and your services by um, creating a blog that's attached to it because the search engines are going to pick up what you're writing about far more frequently because it's changing on a, on a more frequent basis, um, whereas your website tends to be stationary and just sits there waiting for people to land on it if you get lucky. So blogs can be very helpful in getting the word out about who you are and to, you know, to an audience that um, you really wouldn't necessarily have come across before. So it really is opening you up to another world of uh, possibilities. And again, it's an opportunity to create um, the credibility of being an expert um, or a master in what you're doing. So for example, um, I've set up two blogs, one for my, um, uh, you know, my potential clients and for people really to um, access the blog for resources and information because I really want for them to have um, a, a, a more successful and de-stressed journey in terms of um, fertility issues. So people can visit that blog and they can get a lot of information from there as well as know that I am a credible source of information as well as a credible coach who comes from that background. And I also have um, you know, a blog which is which focuses on um, the holistic practitioners and, and coaches and small business owners, businesses, business owners who are based from home. Um, 
So there's a lot of resources and things like that for them there. And again, it's a credibility builder. So um, you can put a lot of resources onto your, onto your blogs or onto your websites, which your blogs will lead to. And um, just by giving people resources, they're free, you know, they could be free resources um, that people can go to um, when they, they have a need. They know that Louise Crooks is the key security coach, and she talks about a lot of aspects of building your business. So I can go to, to keysecuritycoach.wordpress.com and I can look at uh, the website and get some t tidbits and tools on how to perhaps um, get more clarity around marketing my business or get clarity around uh, removing limiting beliefs around money, um, about creating more success in your, in your business. So there's so many different ways to um, create that relationship with your potential or prospective clients. So these are just a few examples of heart-based um, selling and marketing. Again, it, it's about coming from that place in your heart that really has sets the intention that you really want the best for the people you come across and um, that you really want to um, improve their lives in some way. Once you get to that place within your business, um, and you can connect with people on that level, it can make a huge difference into the, to the way that you would sell your services and um, how you would feel about selling your services. Because it's really more about building those relationships and letting people know what, what it is that you do and informing them and educating them about it. One tip that I will share before I finish off is um, how it really is very useful and helps to really create an authentic connection. So I spoke, spoke about this earlier, and I'm just going to repeat it. It's really getting clear on what your intention is for what you want for that person you're speaking to. Taking the focus off yourself and putting all your focus on them. So that pretty much wraps it up for today. I hope that it's been very helpful to you. And this is just a small piece of what um, heart-based marketing um, looks like and, um, and sounds like. And I really, I'm sure that I will do another show soon, which will cover other aspects of it. There's so many, and it's, it's a subject that I do love to talk about and help people with. So um, I hope you have a wonderful evening. It was wonderful to see you here, Kate, um, in the chat room. Anyone who might be listening, um, keep an eye out for other shows coming up. I've got... Um, uh, a show coming up next week where I'll be talking to um, Mercedes, who is a homeopathy um, uh, expert, and she's going to talk about um, the value of homeopathy and the successes and challenges in her business. So we'll get a chance to have a, a, a taste of both of those. And then on the 24th, I'll be talking to Nick Zart, who is um, a new coach, and he will also talk about the challenges and successes he's had in setting up his business. So it really will be an opportunity to hear about, um, hear about uh, you know, how other people are doing in their businesses and um, to learn um, from their successes and their challenges. So this is Louise Crooks on the 3rd of November. 
talking to you on KC Radio, signing out. Have a great night.